Welcome to Talking in Stations Lounge, where players from all over EVE Online gather to exchange ideas. I'm Matterall. In this program, we sit with another candidate for Council of Stellar Management on the eve of election for CSM 12. Bard Ghost Isu, uh, welcome. Hello. Where are you from, by the way? Real life or in game? Real life, like what country are you from? UK, okay. mainly England. Similar area to Yin and a couple of the others. You ever gotten any of those meetups in, in your area? Sadly, I haven't managed any. I, I keep trying to plan them, but work just. You know, I, I get the notice too late, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of, oh, guys, we got to meet up this weekend. And, yeah, that weekend isn't enough notice to get it off, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're, uh, you you plan a bit more. Well, cool. Maybe if you make the CSM, that'll be your meetup. Uh, but where are you from inside the game? So I first started off in high sec. Um, just, I spent a load of time between corps, you know. I found one and then someone drew me to another one and it was a bit of a funny story where the people at the time decided they'd take a load of powers and try and take everything that was ours you know we were sharing a load of stuff like an orca and everything like that Mm. and they decided we'll lock you out and quite funnily we turned around two of us we somehow managed to get stuff together started attacking the paws at the same time, a couple of our other guys stole the orca and everything else we could get. We sold it and just split it between us. So you reversed the you reversed the uh, the robbery, basically, pretty much, yeah. So that that was always quite a fun one. But it's also something like whenever I go to join a new corp, I have to explain, yeah, this happened, but it was a sort of we had to turn it on them because they were trying to take stuff from us. Is that because when you apply, people say, hey, I know who you are. You stole this uh, thing and sold it. No, not exactly. There's just certain males in the API history that show a lot of coordination about stealing stuff. Oh, so I sometimes it will come up. Right. So so the people that don't know, when you apply to an alliance, uh, they do a background check and your email comes up that's been in the game and that can show uh, like this collusion and doing stuff that's kind of shady. And so that's why you had to explain it, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I, I know one of one of the first people I went in with said he, he felt he was taking a lot of a risk. But at the time, he was obviously starting the corp up. So it was a sort of it was worth it. And then obviously, as time went on, he did say, to be fair, I feel I made a good decision. All right. So are you between two corporations now, you were saying? Um, no, I'm not I'm not anything major in my current alliance. I'm just in the one corp and I just do bits of FCing and stuff around about Provi when I feel like it. From what I read, you're uh, uh, in Providence. You do a lot of uh, everything, it sounds like. I've obviously got my focuses, you know, I, I, from time to time. It's it's not as much anymore, but uh, for about a couple months back along, I started doing a lot of FCing, and now, I, now I'll do it less commonly, but I will still kind of get involved. 
um, I get in a bit of industry, I'll do some writing. You know, I, I try to do stuff just to try it out. If I enjoy it, I obviously keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You've been playing since when? Mid-2014, I think. Was it the Cruis release? I Cryus? don't know exactly. Cryus, sorry, yeah. Yeah, that was I the industry joined... upgrade. Yes, that's the one. I joined, I think it was about two or so weeks after that. But I've been playing... That's probably my favorite on... soundtrack, by the way. It uh... was quite a nice one, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know my favorite, because it's been a while since I've listened. Uh -huh. But there's, there is some great ones out there. Um, I've been playing with Trials for a bit before that. But, you know, I at the time I was still young, still had to make some money. And once I'd got it together you know i threw an account in and went right i'm playing this and it, it's something that i've really enjoyed ever since oh wow so you actually tried a few uh trial accounts and you just it's not that you didn't like the game it's that you couldn't put the finances together to actually play the game because it was a subscription correct uh, and then you finally did and i imagine now you make uh do you just you know has life just changed for you or do you make your money inside the game to pay for your account? Um, since I, I still pay from outside of game, you know, everything outside is my way of paying. Well, I what, did have, sorry, you go. What do you think of, I'm running all over you and I apologize for that, but I'm trying to break no, away no, from cool. the, I'm trying to break away from the normal uh, questions. Uh, and so I want to know what your opinion is on alphas since you kind of seem like somebody that could have an opinion on that. You were on both sides of it. I definitely think it's a good change. I was hesitant at first, you know, I, I've come from playing other games where the free-to-play community of them has been very negative. That was my first concern. It was like, okay, I don't want it turning really toxic and becoming hostile and driving current players away. Mm -hmm. But luckily we haven't gone that way. And so, yeah, it's been a good change. Overall, so you the, the you were skeptical, but the results have been pretty good. People aren't taking over the game and just using it to spam a bunch of stuff. It's it's not so much people taking over the game in that way. It was it, it's just the levels of hostility you see from some communities. I didn't want it affecting us. I know, obviously, we've got our groups like Test and that that they they have their laugh, they have their fun. What what communities are you talking about? I didn't want to be going into the game and seeing stuff like I'd go into a match on League of Legends or something. You know, a very hostile, very toxic. You can have very toxic games on there. You know, it's it's something I didn't want seeing spread over to us. But, you know, we, we haven't had it. it. It's a weird thing because I'm, I'm saying that, but obviously we got, we got our own groups that they're not that bad, I wouldn't say, but they still kind of they can cause some controversy. Yeah, but you're basically saying you don't you don't want to see 4chan all over the place and Eve you love Eve and it's uh, not that kind of place. You don't want to see it change to that kind of place. I, I don't want to see it go downhill to the point where it drives players out. Yeah. Well, what about the part where like you know somebody might want to play the game but they just you know are not in a position in their life uh, for whatever reason, school or uh, whatnot to pay for the game constantly every month. Maybe they can only play it once every three months and they don't want to keep a subscription going, that sort of thing. You've been on that side of it. How's, how's it 
how's it look from that side of it? People being able to play the game without having to pay. It's definitely better. I mean, basically what you explained was my thing. I was just coming out of school, going into a job. I couldn't afford to pay it because I hadn't had my first months of pay. And I obviously kept rolling trial accounts. Now it's, you know, you've got an alpha, you don't have a time limit on it. So whatever you earn is yours until you decide to go Omega, if you decide to go Omega. It's it's definitely a better aspect to it. And I'd say it definitely has possibility to draw a lot more people in. I mean, there's, there's still there's still room for improvement, but there always will be. Yeah, sure. And they will improve it uh, over time, although yeah. it seems like it got off to a really good start. Another thing that is kind of interesting is uh, besides the quality of life changes, which you are, um, you look at, uh, including, you know, issues that have to do with disability uh, and, and by quality of life, I mean, user interface and the way you use the game. Uh, in addition to that, you're interested in lore, it looks like. Yes, I am very big in the law. Um, again, people from Provi brought, brought me into that. Um, it was, I think I started in it late 2014 with the Eric Jarland project, you know, messing around, having a bit of a laugh. And then we started seeing all the Drifter stuff come out. And it was definitely something I latched onto. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was fun. It was enjoyable. And at that point, there was definitely... It was quite a steady stream of stuff coming out. We got to mid-2015 and we had all the drifters attacking Safazon, mm-hmm. which was near, kind of... Near like, the capital in Amar? Safazon is a military, around there, it's yeah. a military area. Yep. Yeah, it's their main military base to what I can gather, because it's been a while since I've looked at all of the stuff, but to what I could gather at the time, it was where they were, had all their big stuff. And... You know, from there, we obviously had the big attack, but we had a couple smaller ones before it. And I'd kind of joined a fleet, person leading it dropped off. No one was willing to step up. So I kind of stepped up, basically threw ship after ship at the drifters, (laughs) like just trying to kill them. And then I had someone from uh, Pi and CVA two of those guys contacted me and were like, yeah, we've got big fleets coming on the way up. Uh, just keep hitting out at them till we're there and then join up. And that was like, a, oh my God, I, I've just been messaged by two people in some pretty big alliances. Well, Pi is a corporation, if I'm not mistaken, inside a CVA. It's maybe the main corporation that's been there for years and they're kind of role, I wouldn't say they're role players, but anybody who's kind of hardcore in Providence has that as a backdrop right it's a it's a storied region for people who kind of get immersed in the game uh i don't know is it still like that um there's definitely a fair few people who role play in profi uh i'm not going to go into details and name anyone but on on our like profi wide communications we do have someone who does do quite a lot of role play and he's quite a funny guy to look at and then you've obviously got everyone else who joins in around it kind of sometimes takes sides with him sometimes doesn't mm-hmm. um one thing i will say to my knowledge pi aren't actually part of cva anymore oh. I, I thought they went off and started their own alliance but it might be that the corp's gone back and the alliance is still around that's the only thing it's 
you know, the, I, I know that there's the two alliances. I haven't checked the corpse lately. That was just from what I last remember. Thanks, I'll check don't, it out. Don't want to offend any of them if I'm getting it wrong. Right. But they were affiliated with them at one point. At one point. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's two organizations. And from what I saw when I was doing that, they still work closely together. Uh, Pi, uh, they're, they're the main sort of role play guys. You know, they're in the Amar militia and they do all of that stuff. Yeah, it looks like they started their own alliance. You're right. Okay, that's fine. I just wasn't sure if they'd gone back or not afterwards. Nope, they're still there. I guess they did that in... Well, they must have had it a long time ago in 2008. Uh, but anyway, uh, my facts may be wrong. Thanks for correcting me. Do you... No, it's, it's... So lore is something that is just kind of... Uh, you would want to see it more incorporated into the game or something? Yes. I mean, what they're doing now, I mean, with like the constant releases of bit of news, you know, Kyanite Plague, all of that going along, it's it's definitely building up to something. And that's where I'd like to see law more prominently and more often. You know, I don't want to see it be a sort of it's a drifter storyline where it's just bringing in new changes, new stuff over the course of a couple of years. I'd love to see Eve more, more, I can't think of the word, more activity going on, you know, not just us, but I'd like to see NPCs more active and more stuff about the planets, you know, make it feel like there is an actual big, big universe around us. Right. So you feel now that you can, uh, you have to really try to get immersed like you would want to see it become easier to get immersed whereas i don't know you could see um <clears throat> that there are millions and hundreds of millions of people in these areas and what you do does affect them and uh yeah just more detail right. in that way right now it's a sort of you've got to have an interest in getting into the rp and law side of stuff to be getting into it you know you've got to have that interest but I'd, I'd like to see it as more of a, it's there, even people who aren't so much interested in getting into it know that it's around them and that there's a big story around them. And, you know, there's there's a whole world. It's not just us. Yeah. Uh, do you like see, Do you like being there in uh, Providence? Definitely a good place. Um, it, it was... Originally, my old alliance, it was only going to be a stepping step. But when we disbanded that, I come down to Provi and it's been an amazingly enjoyable place since, you know, it's it's got. It's it's not full fledged NOSEC, I wouldn't say, because it's still relatively safe for people who want to come down when they're neutral. You know, we obviously don't shoot anyone who's neutral or blue compared to places like Delve with the Goon Swarm and PL space, where if you're neutral, you're going to get shot. It presents its whole bunch of challenges, but it also creates a bit more fun for us. You know, we, we could have someone come in, and as long as you're all right with losing ships, then that person that comes in could be hostile, even if they're neutral, but they might not be. Obviously, we won't attack them, but if they attack, we will fight back. It's a place where you can probably get a lot of um, experience in NullSec because it is NullSec. And it's not 
uh, NPC space, which means it's not um, governed by the game itself. It's governed by people. And yes, people have decided that that place is going to be a safe haven unless you're a criminal. Uh, and if you come into the area and attack somebody, you're put on a kill on sight list, which means that you're now up for grabs anytime you come into the area. Uh, and that, that style is called uh, NRDS, uh, not red, don't shoot. And that means let, let neutrals be neutrals, let people mine the systems, let people do what they do. Uh, if you come in to attack them, we'll attack you. And there's a standing fleet that kind of patrols and that sort of stuff. So a lot of people kind of come into Providence or Provi Block to just kind of fight things, uh, you know, because there's always people to kill. Uh, and when you get attacked by the police in the area, which are other players, then you have a, a fight on your hands. So what do you think of NRDS as a concept uh, in general, actually? I like it because it, it opens up opportunities for other people to come down, experience what NullSec is like. If they want to go off somewhere else, then it acts as that stepping stone. If they want to stay with us, they can stay with us. But it also allows for that bit of content. You know, we might have someone come in who we don't recognize. Next thing we know, we're having an entire fleet dropped on top of us. You know, we, we don't know it's happening till it's happening sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, one thing I would obviously say is going back to the quality of life stuff. We've used our standing slots. We have to use that kill on site list. Which and is a tool that, outside the game, right? You guys, yes. Right. You guys um, had to build it, that. Yes, I, I, I don't know exactly who built it. I'd assume it was someone in CVA, but it's it's a pretty good piece of kit. And yeah, it had to be built because we use standing slots. And from there, sometimes that also kind of, it makes it quite fun because we'll be in a fleet. And, you know, I don't have the full list that CVA have got. You know, there's slight differences in our standings lists. So I'll be turning around and going, is that neutral red or are they neutral? And everyone will be like, uh, they're red to us. So other people will be like, no, they're neutral. So uh, it, it, it can create a bit of, it's chaos, but it's a sort of fun chaos. You're there like, um, can we shoot him? Can we not? Just do it anyway. <laughs> Don't when, take the risk. When in doubt, shoot. I mean, we're not supposed to, but I know looking at the rules on the CVA forums, there is a whole thing about if you're in the way of a fleet, in an area where they believe there's about to be a fight, they are allowed to shoot neutrals just in case they are actually with with the red fleet. Oh, it's interesting. It's kind of like the Roman army. Uh, if you were a Roman city, the last thing you wanted was your own army marching through your town because they would rip it to shreds on their way through. Um, so it's the same. If uh, CVA is uh, gearing up for a fight, you don't want to be anywhere near that. You can be in our way towards the fight. But when we're there having a fight, unless the neutral is specifically with us, some FCs don't like to take the chance. They will say, fine, shoot them, because they may be a Sino or, or something like that. Others will be there like, it's fine, just leave them. They'll probably go in a minute. Yeah. And you're an FC yourself, right? I wouldn't consider myself a, like a big one or the greatest. You know, I, I'm still learning. Well, how many people do you usually have or, you know, do you command when you... Um, I think the highest I've had is 40 to 50. You know, it's it's not high numbers. 
That sounds like um, high numbers. Compared to some of what we get, it's quite small. I mean, we're obviously currently having a bit of a fight with Mercenary Coalition. And quite often we will pull out in the hundreds. I've heard they've been hired to attack you guys. Uh, but I don't... Yeah, but 20, I, I don't expect I, you to know if uh, about that, but 20 to 40 is not, it's not it's three not guys. Small. Yeah. No, exactly. It's not small, but it's not the largest we could get. Um, I think once I may have had more because we went out to an MC pause and went to take it, went, went to take it down. No, it wasn't an MC pause, sorry. It was someone else we'd been having issues with. They'd reinforced a couple Pocos there. So we went to take the pause out after it came out of reinforcement. Um, you know, I, I think I had 90 to 100 guys in that one, but that was just a one-off. Oh, that was a bigger fleet for you. Were you nervous? Yes, especially considering I also FC smaller stuff. Um, I have taken Tawars out a couple times, even though they're not that much used anymore. That was quite a fun one. But this, this bigger one was in like the fully-fledged Nightmare Doctrine. And I was, I was sat there like, please do not get dropped on. Because it would you be know, an expensive loss, you mean? It, I'd have been there like, you know, I, I I had people on standby to help me with it. But it was the first time I'd properly done it and I was nervous about it. And it was like, if we get dropped on and they have higher numbers, I'm going to look such an idiot. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think, I talked to a lot of FCs and... Wow, uh, fleet commanders are very sharp. They have to be able to process information so fast. Um, I haven't talked to a lot of medium to small FCs. Uh, everybody says they FC here and there, but you don't know if it's like, are they FCing an incursion? Or are they FCing PvP? Or is it just a roam? Um, but you sound like, an, you know, if you continue on your trajectory, you will be an FC with more and more people. But I haven't actually talked to people like you that are, you know, doing, I think, significant amount of FCing, which is more than 10 guys, really. 10 guys is, is even something you're uh, responsible kind of for 10 guys' equipment. But when it gets to 40, you're now responsible for people you may not know very well. That's, that's true, yeah. Um, like some of my guys that I FC with will come from my alliance. Some will be an alliance we work very closely with. Within Provi, you know, obviously certain alliances have other ones they work close with. Um, but, you know, not all my numbers come from there. You know, there will be ones that I get from other areas of Provi that I, I don't even know who they are, but they come in. And, you know, there, there was the time going to the towers, we went down to catch while Test were there. And we were camping the gate next to their home system. And like all the guys in fleet were bloody amazing. You know, they were, they, you know, you couldn't have asked for better. And we killed a battleship, almost killed another one. Next thing we know, we have Test bring, a, bring in a Dreadnought and a Rourke crawl through the gate just to kill us. How'd that make you, you know? feel? Um, ecstatic, to be honest. Uh, you know, it, at first I saw them and I thought, oh God, we're going to die. And then it was like, wait, hold on. But Test have just brought a Dreadnought and a Rorqual through to fight us. We're in Tawars. <laughs> you provoked them. Uh, obviously, they uh, took notice of you. Yeah. I mean, that, that there's also that, you know, it was the, 
it's not just a nobody, you know, they have taken notice that we're here. Yes. You know, it, so you must feel like at some in some way you registered, like you made you made a difference. Yeah. It it definitely felt like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you would want to talk about? I think we've covered of it. We've obviously covered law, uh, quality of life. The other thing I would say is one of my other things is I'm willing to listen. You know, I'm I'm not going to be the sort of person that turns around and goes, "Oh, you come from such and such space or such and such alliance." I am going to listen to an idea, no matter how crazy it may seem, and at least hear it out and then say, "Okay, that's that's a nice idea. I'm going to put that forward or okay, it's it's questionable. I don't think people would like that, you know." I'm willing to listen and I'm going to hear people out and what they say. That's cool. Are you good at typing? I can type if I need to, but it's, it's not a strong point compared to kind of speaking to people face to face or even over like this. Well, I think the majority of CSM work is done typing. Yeah. I've, you know, I, I can type stuff out if I need to. It's, I think the main problem I have is trying to pick something to type on. You know, if, if you told me just to type something out about Eve, I wouldn't know where to start. But if you told me to type it out about Provi, then I could start because it's more of a focused sort of area. Well, I'm talking about like your, your typing technique. Do you use two fingers or all your fingers? Oh, like that. Um, all of them. You know, I, I just I just try and type it out, just get it done, sort of thing. <laughs> not not rush it, but you know, <laughs> don't don't rush typing. It has to come when it comes. Well, the, the times <laughs> I do try and rush it, I'll look back and I'll go spelling mistake, spelling mistake, spelling mistake. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I'll maybe one or two times slip a couple keys as I'm moving a finger and do it. But if you know, if I don't rush it, it's normally perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm joking with the typing thing, but it is serious. Uh, spelling errors are annoying, especially when you're dealing with yeah. people from other countries because they actually don't understand what you're saying. Whereas people who know English would be like, yeah, I think I, I think I know what he was going for. But uh, that said, I have in my history playing Eve found a lot of uh, people who speak other languages and can type them somehow have better grammar than some of right. our English speakers. You know, it was, I had someone in my old corp and he turned around and went, sorry if my English is appalling. And we were all just there like, you're doing it better than us. Don't <laughs> yeah. apologize. You should apologize for doing it too well and making us feel bad about it. Yeah, they're pre they're precise. Uh, I think if you learn yeah. it, you learn it as a discipline, it's different than if you just grow up with it all around you, I think. Yeah, definitely. Especially on paper. Well, cool. Good luck with your run. Um, you're a young man too, right? Yeah. Uh, only 18. Yeah. Still pretty young. So you, uh, you picked up Eve obviously when you were a teenager. Yep. Just coming out of school at 16, going into a job and from there I stuck with it and I hope I stick with it because it's one of those things that you, you sit back and you think, what would I be doing if I wasn't playing it? <laughs> it it's that much of my lifestyle right now that you know it's not like uh, 
if I wasn't playing Eve, I'd be in prison by now kind of thing? No, not that sort of thing. But Eve is one of those things that, you know, like I said, it, it's part of the lifestyle. I I don't know what I'd be filling my time with when I'm not playing Eve. In other words, you can't imagine not playing Eve. Basically. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with your run. I appreciate the interview. It's been great help. Thank you for doing it.